Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lan. The International Energy Agency released its latest monthly report on the oil market last week. What did they have to say? The IA has increased its uh, demand outlook for this year very slightly by uh, 100,000 barrels per day, but that's only about 1.1% of uh, global demand. And it's also cut its non-OPEC output forecast by about the same amount. So this has increased the amount it sees OPEC needing to produce to balance the market and and sees that figure now as as 29.6 million barrels per day. Now, that compares to its estimate of April OPEC output of only 28.9 million barrels per day, down from 29.2 million barrels in March due to falling output from Nigeria and Iraq. This means that the the estimates uh, imply a deficit of about 700,000 barrels per day, based on the difference between what OPEC needs to produce to balance the market and what it was producing in April. Now, of course, some some OPEC members have uh, agreed to additional cuts which come into force in May, so uh, as in this month. And so that if those have been introduced all or in part, um, that will widen the deficit quite significantly. Also, the the 29.6 million barrels per day forecast for the the call on OPEC is the average for the whole year. Now, the IEA actually expects the call in the second half of the year to be 30.5 million barrels per day. And if that does happen, then the OPEC cuts are put through. In addition to that, the deficit could be over 2 million barrels per day over the second half of this year. So it's really quite a significant deficit. Can we talk about the Chinese economic data released last week? Yeah, well, they showed uh, slower than expected increases in industrial activity and retail sales. And also another increase in the youth unemployment figure, which is uh, at a quite startling at uh, 20% now. And these kind of figures could be seen as a justification for some of the recent worries we've had about uh, the demand outlook. But there is still a large gap between that sort of bearish view and the kind of deficit that is being implied by the IEA's numbers. But we, of course, now we're getting towards the second half of the year. So we're now at the point where we will need to see this um, long talked about increase in, in demand in the second half to see whether that actually comes through on, or not. Or, or perhaps the, the people who think demand isn't that strong may turn out to be justified in that view. OPEC Plus will be meeting at the start of June. What do these data and forecasts mean for that? Well, really, if the, if the demand does increase, as the IEA's numbers suggest, then there seems to be no need for OPEC to cut uh, output further. I mean, if anything, they, they should be increasing output, is, is what those numbers imply. And certainly, if the cuts that were announced by some OPEC members a month or so ago are put through in May, and though that comes through in the figures, then that would further reduce the need for OPEC to do anything additional. The difficulty, though, is that early June might be too soon to tell whether the demand increases are materialising or or will materialise. So it may be hard for them to form a view at that time. Um, I think at least OPEC Plus will draw some comfort from the fact that prices have stabilised over 70. After the dip we had towards the start of this month, Brent has mostly traded in a 74 to $78 per barrel range, which makes those quite important uh, technical levels, I think. And we're just looking at the recent trading. Oil was quite firm towards the end of last week. There was strength in equity markets as a result of optimism that the U.S. debt uh, ceiling discussion deadlock was going to be broken. But uh, on the other hand, this morning, we are down towards the bottom of that uh, 74 to 78 range. So it remains to be seen really how oil is going to trade over the next few weeks on what environment that presents OPEC with when it, uh, when it meets at the start of next month.
Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Lan. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.